Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truths and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. Welcome to the All About Relationships podcast. It is episode number 87. And here we are with you guys. And I just um, want to first off just thank you for your birthday messages. Mm-hmm. And um, I just couldn't be, I felt so loved on my birthday this year. It was Good. last week. I'm glad. And so many of you wrote emails and I and I have plans to write back to each one of you. And I haven't had a chance That's yet. That's what I told them to do. Yeah. I and, did. Yeah. And, and you did it. And I felt so loved. And I just, um, well, I just want to say right off, Bob and I sound very nasalized. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. So you hear that smoker's that cough? Smoker cough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just... Uh, it's not a new habit. No, it's not a new habit I've developed, just in case you were wondering. But we both have just this terrible cold right now, and it just kind of hit us hard. Yeah, and you're COVID tested. Negative. Negative. I, I, it was that bad, you guys. I actually felt so bad that I thought, if this is COVID, I cannot be a super spreader. I need well, to get you, checked. you traveled to Florida uh, last Florida weekend. And did yeah. a women's conference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So coming home... Home, you brought along a cold. Yeah, isn't that special? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's springtime. And I, and I, I was st- thinking. Or <laughs> if I start gosh. laughing, this is terrible, you guys. I'm sorry. But if I start laughing, it turns to a cough. So I'll try not to laugh. So don't be funny, Bob. Hmm. It's <laughs> but I just wanted to read a birthday message. I could have read so many of them, but I loved this one. And it says, I wanted to say happy birthday, Audrey, and say that I actually used your method of how to handle a disappointment. And my husband and I had a disagreement, and I just immediately said, Lord, you know my limitations. Help me now. (laughs) (laughs) And she started off just, you know, obviously taking, she didn't go in detail, but inviting Jesus to love her and, uh, you know, and and just confess her limitations. Anyway, um, she said the next morning he got up and asked me to forgive him. And then I love her word, like she had apologized to him. And then she uses the words, woot, woot, you know, thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Audrey, for sharing. She just couldn't believe how it changed the atmosphere. And I just appreciate you sharing that. I really am thankful for knowing that when we share truths or methods or tools or strategies on this podcast, you guys are putting them to practice. And I know that we're just letting the love grow. And I love that. Yeah. The idea and the thought of let's really connect. Mm -hmm. It is all about relationships. The one thing that you will take with you, you know, from this life are relationships. True, True. They're the one thing that will cross over. So anyway, relationships really, really do matter. Yes. Uh, I, I, w- I was reading, Audrey, in preparation for today, and I read just this um, study that was done, and, it, I, and there's more detail than, than what I'll, I'll give here. But the idea was, with regards to uh, passionate mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and compassionate love. Oh, interesting. Okay, so couples that got married, newlyweds, mm-hmm. typically they have a lot of passionate love. Right. And the study, you know, came, you know, a, a year later and they revisited these couples and typically the honeymoon was over. Then they um, interviewed oh, well, well over 250 uh, women and they uh, talked about, um, and they had been married on average 33 years. Uh-huh. Okay. So far beyond the honeymoon. Well I mean, along in the journey. Years. I'd say 33 years yes, is well along the, in the journey. This is the category yeah, that yeah. we is. In. Yeah, we is in 37 years okay. here. Yeah. So what they talked about was the compassionate love. Hmm. And with with regards to that, this is this this was kind of the summary that I'm 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 taking out of it. Yeah. And it was simply this. Time doesn't heal all. Oh, that is so true. It's a myth. That and, is a myth. And so that idea, you know, of of, you know, restoring passion and, mm-hmm. and being very compassionate towards one another. Mm-hmm. The what the study came out was that uh no, it's not a, a time component. It's not mm. just hey, if if we just if, endure long enough. Long enough that time will heal all. Yes. And what what a myth that was. And yeah. and, and and talked about If we stay you, together long enough, the tenderness and mercy and and love and even passion will come back. Mm. Yeah. And what happens so often is that we begin to kind of really disrespect the other person. Yes. And there's a there's a dishonoring, you mm-hmm. know, that happens over mm-hmm. time if I'm not really willing to be loving. Yeah, if we're not compassionate, we will just let the annoyances have their way and bring a divide between us yeah. and, and a disrespect. Yeah. I think the annoyances that are never ever just swept under the rug or never dealt with or just continue whatever it is, those do turn into disrespect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then over time you you find that your differences actually have allowed with time your differences in time have really created a chasm, mm-hmm. you know, that is between you. And so, so I, I think today is going to be extremely helpful yes. uh, with regards to, um, you know, active love. I agree. You know, not, not, not being passive, exactly. but actually really being intentional and active in not just my expression, mm-hmm. but in within my own heart motivation mm-hmm. of ensuring that you are loved and cared for and valued. Yes. And I think that as we move towards today's subject, um, just even the feelings of what do you do when you're weak or what are you doing Mm. when you feel tired or you're feeling like, how can we move forward? You get yourself out of bed. Yeah. That's what we did today. Oh, you guys. Barely. It was a barely. (laughs) Barely is like a Meisnerism that we have from from the movie What About Bob when he comes off the bus and he's had got this OCD issue to the max and Bob comes out of the bus. He says, get back on that bus and and go back home. He's holding his little goldfish. I don't know if you've seen the movie. He's holding his goldfish. He goes, the, yeah, the dog yeah, yeah, go yeah. back home and he yeah. goes, well, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I but can't. you made it here. Barely. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why you're not allowed to make me laugh because I'll start coughing. Oh. But um, I did, I rarely, rarely feel as weak as I did for the first two hours of my life this morning. Of my life. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I am always, like, it's just, 
I'm, mot- I'm a motivated person and I wake up and see yeah, the sunrise no, every day. Yeah. And I thought that this cold was already eight, nine days old. And I thought, today's my day. I'm going to wake up and it's going to be a new beginning. I'm going to well, be it good. Is. I mean, and it is a new we're beginning. We're transitioning into a new season called spring. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so winter is past. Spring is on its way. But you know what happened when I felt weak today, Bob, is I started to have compassion. Hmm. I thought there are others that feel like this emotionally. They feel weak. You know, and just that feeling like I couldn't even read my phone. I mean, I was just on the couch staring and I was like, and then thinking about things I need to do or things of just different ways I can help some couples that I'm helping right now. And then I thought, this isn't helping me at all just to think of, you know, this. So I told Robert this morning, he was, he made breakfast by himself this morning because apparently I couldn't. And I just stared at a plant and just thought of green and blue. He was laughing. I said, I knew that if I could think of some, I didn't want to think about negative things or how weak I was. So I, all I had the strength to do was think about two colors. I kept thinking green, blue. Those are my two favorite colors. Mm. I, it, I hope I don't sound like a wacko, but seriously, I was that weak. Um, didn't even think we'd be here. Well, I went to bed last night with full anticipation that today I would be better. Yeah. And I am. And I I'm, love I'm that intention. There. I'm and still I there. I am too, Bob. It's just that I really thought I'd wake up at, you know, a little first bit, thing in the morning, yes. a little better. But anyhow, enough about us. You, but, but you I'm guys just are re- probably listening, thinking, oh, Wow, do we really want to hear you about know, your help cold? Them. Yeah. Yes. But I do want to. You're not s- the only ones. Yeah, but we cold. are human, you guys, and we do feel defeated sometimes. And, and I could have that compassion that, you know, there are people that are very sick, mm. and there are people mm-hmm. that. And there are very there are relationships that are in a really mm-hmm. s- scary and sometimes hard place. And I want to be there for you. Well, I'll, I'll give you my mental picture. Okay. Whenever I physically am kind of you know under the weather a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's and it's this. It's it's probably one of the most impactful moments of my life. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I'm intrigued. I'm telling you, it really was. I, I it is. I, I I could relive this moment again and again and again. And uh, we had traveled to India, and we, uh, Audrey and I, we produced a international children's program called Sunshiny Day. And Audrey has uh, what four or five recordings? Four, four recordings. Yeah. We produced nearly a hundred episodes. Yeah, forty-five songs and that I wrote yes. for kids. Yeah. Okay, way so. back in the day. This is in the what they call the olden days. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> what we did is we traveled to India and we uh, did children's crusades. But when we arrived, we got out of this little white car. And we walked around the corner of this orphan in this orphanage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we turned the corner, and there was a lineup of children, and you know, with a with an aisle down the middle, and they wow. began to sing. Wow. <laughs> they began this is to emotional. Sing one of your songs, you're yeah. special. Yeah. God made you. You're not like anyone else. And they're singing. Your song, the song that I had written. Oh my gosh! I, I we mean, were in way tears. to get me emotional, oh, Bob. It was incredible, but th- so that was that hall. It was like this hallway oh of God. children was. with huge smiles, and they're singing to me, telling me I'm special. I've been telling <laughs> all of them for years yeah. that they're special, and they sang. You're special. Yeah, they sang. God made you. So it was a wonderful trip uh, that we had, and and 
so many, many, many stories, of course. And random memory have. right now. Yeah. But they gave us a song yeah, uh, while did. we were there. And the children would care for each other. They would be brother and sister for each other. Um, the, the love that they had. But they would sing a song. Every single cell oh, in my body is Bob, happy. Every song. single cell in my body is well. Yeah. And they would sing that Can I song sing it? again. I'm going to sing it over I'll, me and okay. you, you guys. Every single in, no, every single cell in my body is happy. Every single cell in my body is well. Every single cell in my body is happy. Every single cell in my body is well. I thank you, Lord. I feel so good. Every single cell in my body is well. I thank you, Lord. I feel so good. Every single cell in my body is well. And then they just sang over and over and over and over. And and they and I remember the actions. I thank you. You can't see my actions, but I'm doing my actions. All right. Sorry. I there. We just went down memory lane together. And it was it was profound. But what I want you to do is actually begin to smile at yourself. Smile at yourself. Smile at your body. And begin to you know, hum that little tune. Yes. Every single cell in your body is healthy, happy, and well. I love that you brought that up, Bob. And and I receive it for me. Like, thank you for bringing that up for me. Because, you know, after we record this podcast, I have eight hours of appointments, yeah. you know, to do to help people. And am I weak? Maybe a little. But when I'm weak, he's, Jesus is in strong. And way. I can sing to my cells to be happy. Mm-hmm. And what amazing energy just and and even hormones that our body releases as we think thoughts of endurance and love and and all the things that go mm-hmm. with that thanks mm-hmm. honey okay you're welcome so let's talk i sang about, it to myself i sang it to myself <laughs> smoker cough smoker cough uh, no. no 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 that's an old joke now. that's an old joke that's, that's a dumb, no. stop it you are so funny okay, okay. So let's, let's talk about today's topic. Let's talk about love. Yeah, love is All a good thing. All about relationships. Mm-hmm. And what we look for is for an everlasting love. Mm-hmm. That's what we really, really want. Uh, a return, I, I can just see, to a place of the Garden of Eden. Oh, I love you it. see? And, There's uh, my green and blue yes, right there. and that's where harmony yes. begins to take yes. place. So we want to talk about uh, love. Yes, and different components or elements of love. Mm-hmm. And one of them is endurance. Yes. First Corinthians 13 says that love endures all things. And I think that this is very profound and I think it's very practical. I want today's podcast to be practical for you so that by the time that this is our time together, which I, I consider extremely precious time that you and us are together, I am believing that by the end of this podcast, there's going to be revelation, which means lights are going to turn on of what it means from a practical standpoint to be endure, to endure all things. Because I think choosing love is always a decision, Bob, and it always involves a pivot, you know, with our current thoughts and feelings. Even singing that song mm-hmm. can be a pivot. Nope. Every single cell in my body is happy. Like these pivots of decisions are really important. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you think of love and, in, and endurance, then it's it's almost as though I'm just putting up with you. Yes, it's a okay. f- yeah, bad definition many, of endurance. Far too many people view it 
almost as a passive mm-hmm. attempt. Right. Okay, so there's there's I'm I'm enduring, but I'm waiting for the storm to yeah, pass. Exactly. Therefore, I'm just uh, you know hunkering down, yep. I'm holding on mm-hmm. to what there is, but there is no um advancement that's taking place in my life. Right. And so it, it's just the holding on and you begin to see that circumstances are now my problem and really too often then now I'm living victim to them wow. with hope that things will change. The storm will pass. Yeah, yeah. But, Hunker but, down till the storm hope, is over. And I shouldn't use that word hope. It's wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah okay? true. It's wishful thinking that if you know, I things... Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love that you mentioned that, Bob, because a true definition of enduring, well, true, uh, one I think is a great definition, I'll say it that way, is growing and expanding under pressure. I think endurance is when it's it's really accomplishment because you're not just hunkering down, you're growing and expanding, and you're not letting the current circumstances mm-hmm. not only not define you, but you're not letting them halt you or pr- paralyze you. Right. It's actually can be a time of growing. In, in the Greek, it's actually a compound word. Uh-huh. And, that, and the first part is that hupo, H, uh, H-Y-P-O, hupo mm-hmm. is to come under. Mm. And so you begin to find your hiding place. Mm, so with, with endurance, you know where your source is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go you go to your place of source, but then with that as well, you then begin to make advancements, and that advancement mm. is growth under pressure. Mm. Okay, and so what, one of the neatest uh, pictures that they have to demonstrate this is like a, a plant. Mm-hmm. And uh, here in Arizona, uh, you can go up to Sedona, Red Rock Country. It's one of our favorite and places to there's go. There's a particular place uh, where you'll you'll find it in many different places, but I have this picture of one. Mm-hmm. And it's where this little tree is growing out of the midst of a rock. And so you got this crack in a rock, but there's a tree that's (laughs) growing out of it. So in this environment, against all odds, this tree endures. Wow. Uh, You see, I love that picture. I'm seeing the visual. Right. So against all odds, this tree finds its source. Hmm. Okay. So it, it comes under, it finds its source and endures and presses through and grows. And it's one of the most beautiful, most profound things. So anyhow, I have a picture of this. Yeah. So I'll make sure I, I post it with the article. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. And uh, so people could see. But I think you see the image. Yes. And so, you know, where you're planted, you can blossom. You can grow. Oh, I love it. And this. so why? Because I'm going to endure. Yeah. And so with it, it has... And, and this is so important. It has with it, because this is kind of the mindset. The mindset is I'm going to experience or yet there is glory yet ahead, mm. you know, to to um, enjoy. And so glory is that outward manifestation of that inward transformation. And so in my endurance, it's, it's almost as though I see the glory that is yet ahead. I love and that. so under pressure, mm-hmm. I know my source. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I know who he is in me. Yeah. And I'm here 
And I'm not going to allow circumstances to limit my life. I'm going to press through. That's endurance. And so, I so love that's this. the endurance, you know, component of love in that we can even flourish against, you know, all odds. I love the picture, Bob, and I love your definition, and I love the hope ahead. Like, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm going to endure, but this isn't going to be forever because I see this enthusiastic enjoyment ahead where we're going to enjoy each other. I'm going to enjoy life. Ahead. Yeah, and I know you got a lot to share, Audrey. Okay. Oh, that's so, okay. But this was kind of my hook to my next point. Okay, go for it, babe. Okay. And and the hook was this in your marriage. Uh-huh. Okay. Or even within the relationships that you have, mm-hmm. whether it be in the workplace, you know, whether Kids, it be with parents. friendships, mm-hmm. that type of a thing. But uh, uh, let me put it, you know, within your marriage. Okay. Within your marriage, your marriage needs a mission. Mm. And I'm thinking back to, you know, for you and me, you know, and here we talked about India here. We talked about about the children. We talked about these these foundations that we had Uh, when I was in Bible college. I I took child evangelism Mm -hmm. as as one of mine. And I and I loved it. I never really knew how big of a part of my life that it would be. And I worked for the, I was the child evangelism that's assistant. That's right, that's I, I, right. That was what I did for my job in right. my, the same Bible school. And so I'm, I want to I want to present this to you is that I want you to uh, remember and recapture the mission mm. that we share together as a couple. Mm. Okay, so we're going to endure. Okay, yeah. love endures but I'm not just going to put up with you, yeah. okay? That's that's kind of pathetic. Yeah. But what it is is that I need to have purpose. Yeah. We have purpose here, mm-hmm. okay? And the purpose isn't just about you and me, mm-hmm. okay? We came together because we believed that the sum of us... Not is, just Audrey, not just Bob, but Bob and Audrey, mm-hmm. that... That some, that, that union of yeah, oneness right. that didn't exist before, <clears throat> now there's a Bob and Audrey. Right. The two became one. Right. Again, not sameness, but a oneness, a unity that we came together, and we believed that we could do far more together mm-hmm. than what we could apart. That's the synergy of that relationship. So with that, I'm asking that you would begin to revisit you know, what is our marriage mission? Hmm. As a family, we have one. We're a family, mm-hmm. the Meisners. We're a family that loves God intimately, each other openly, and the world radically. That is the Meisner, you know, mission model. That's who we are. And so from the very foundation, you see, when you go back to Genesis 1, 2, and 3, everything there with regards to work Okay, everyone say work. 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 Okay. <laughs> With regards to work, I take personal responsibility. Okay? But who was the first worker, you know, in Scripture? Adam? God was. Oh. Was it Adam? Yeah, so God worked. <laughs> but everything that he did was for you and I. Mm, he, be, he began to create an environment by which we could live and flourish in. Yeah. Okay? But, the, but everything that God did was for others. So I, I'm, I'm 
really wanting to go back to that original, to the origin. And the origin is that in my work, because a lot of times when we think of endurance, you know, I'm having to overcome, I'm having to accomplish, I'm having to do, there's a goal in mind, there's a sight in mind. And so with that, that is purpose. But the purpose isn't Mm. for me to consume it for myself. This isn't just about me. Yeah. But this is about you. This yeah. is about our children. This is about our generations. You see, this is really about the glory of God being demonstrated in and in through my life. Your your life matters where you are today as you're traveling to or from work. Uh, whatever wherever you might be, I'm just saying that your life really does matter. It's yeah, and and it's extremely Im- impactful. So with that mission. So I want you to begin to see this. I will focus, you know, with regards to the mission for my marriage. I'm going to begin to focus on unity, commitment, investing time and money. And the big one is this, serving one another selflessly. Mm. You see, I want to to find ways to be able to serve you and to serve my family. Yeah. And uh, and in doing that, we will serve others. Wow. Bob, so everything you so shared really means a lot. Well, it, it was meaning a lot to me. I, yeah. I've been uh, painting. I know. These last few days. So FYI, our, our kids from Toronto, David and Tessa, are moving back home to Phoenix. David left 12 years ago when he was 18. He's going to be 30 this year. Got married eight or nine years ago and... Um, as a result of just COVID and being very alone up there, they just decided that family was really important to them. I just wanted to catch up on our family news. And they've, you know, so David's job is able to be in both Canada and the U.S. So they're moving here in a week from now. And so because of um, establishing new beginnings for them, they're going to be living with us for sure. a little bit. Yeah. And so we're creating a space for them upstairs, which required painting. There, I just gave you our family. <laughs> we needed to just revamp some rooms if they're going to be there for a few months and make sure yeah. that they feel good. But Bob, thank you for painting. I just That means a lot to me. All I meant was that I had some thinking time. Oh, I thought you were talking about serving selflessly because no, you have no, been. No, you're you're saying, oh, I like what you're saying. Well, that's because I've had time to think. Ah, Let me just throw this little nugget like at it. you. Um, make sure that you schedule within your life, <laughs> within your day, time to think. Oh, yeah. Profound too. Seriously. I need it. No, it, it's a real thing. I need it. And so I have just found that, you know, the last I'm inspired days, by you, by all this painting you've been doing and all this go. thinking. I get to think. I saw the painting, but I didn't see you thinking. So this is... So as a couple, let's let's begin to recognize that we have a mission, better mm-hmm. together than we are apart. And then with our mission, we want to impact others. We're not just going to consume it upon ourselves. You see, the, everything within Genesis 1 and two and three is, is this, uh, is to, um, um, be fruitful and to multiply, to have expand, do- you use dominion. that word expand and dominion. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so it's, it's to be able to produce and to create. And so that's, that's what God has given us to do. So, uh, we're, we're going to in, in life experience opposition we're going to experience some challenges, mm-hmm. but in my endurance, I know my source. Mm-hmm. I know I know where I run to. 
He is my high tower. He is my covering. But in that time, you see, in my endurance, I'm going to grow under pressure and I will allow God to manifest through me a glory of his very nature and character that I have not even yet seen. Wow. And so that's, that's the beauty. That's, you know, being loved, you see, because in endurance, I want, I want to accurately love you, mm-hmm. but I must first recognize I know my source mm-hmm. and he loves me. Mm-hmm. And so in him loving me, I have more than enough for you. I love it, Bob. So um, that is so beautiful. And now I'm thinking about the just the practical um, definition of what endurance would mean, because it's a word that we use. And I'm so glad that you noted what we, what it isn't is just hunkering down under a storm and hoping it'll go away fast. It's I'm really feeling that expansion, the growth, the purpose, the picture of the tree that you talked about. And so I love ingredients, like a recipe. I love strategy. You know I'm like that. So I think two of the ingredients in endurance are patience and courage. Right. Like if you mix those two together, patience and courage, it equals endurance. And um, because we sometimes think endurance is patience. And that's what that hunkering down is. Mm. But patience can be the passive accepting side of, yep, this is happening right now. I will passively accept this. Um, It's not necessarily putting up with it, but rather um, I'm going to see some joy, some gladness, some light, and even some meaning in the midst of this challenge. So it's not just putting up with everything. It's much more than that. It's singing the song, you know, every single cell in my body is Mm. happy when you're sick. It's seeing just any kind of light or any kind of meaning in the middle of the challenge. So that's the patience. It's more the the passive accepting side. But then the courage is the active, aggressive side. And courage is an incredible word. Patience plus courage. So courage is like this inner power to not just um, endure these situations, but face it. Yeah. Do you know let, what I mean? Yeah. Like face it. Yeah, let, let, let me jump in because okay. there's, a, there's a, a real important point that you're making. And, and I just want to make sure that it's very, very clear. Mm-hmm. And that is, is that patience without courage turns into passivity. Yes. See, that's, that's what I want you to, yes. to hear is that patience without courage turns into passivity, okay? And then that would be far more a negative negative side mm-hmm. or an effective side of endurance. Okay, exactly. All right. All right, go ahead. But then if we add plus, you know, plus courage, that's more the aggressive, active side. The courage says, I am going to find my source, my inner power to, my to face this situation and move past the resistors and be truthful with love and mercy. I feel like courage refuses to pretend or dilute. And um, do, just yesterday, I saw courage exemplified in in um, both of our daughters, Tessa and Janelle. I was in conversation with both of them yesterday, and they both did something very courageous. They both moved past their resistors in, in particular relationships. And at, by the end of the day, you could just feel the the victory you know because they were patient but they had that courage to face it 
And I also talked to a particular guy who's going through a hard time in his relationship. I talked to him last night and he had, he was being patient, but I was able to communicate the courage. You can be patient in these conversations in your relationship, but you also have to add courage and be truthful. I think sometimes we want to just be passive and just wait for the other person to get through their stuff, but we have to continue to be very truthful with so much love and mercy because courage refuses to pretend everything is okay when Mm -hmm. it's not. You know what I mean? Courage refuses to say it's no big deal and sweep it under the rug. Courage says, you know what? I'm going to be fearless in this. And so my endurance includes both patience and courage Mm -hmm. because without patience... Courage can become, if you just have courage in a relationship, it can become desperate and forceful, you know, if you're just courageous. But with the patience, it adds, you know, that perfect mix that mm-hmm. that turns into endurance. Mm-hmm. It's understanding that there is this glory that is yet ahead. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Because with that endurance, you know, I'm not just simply being patient, you know, which passively waits for the storm to pass Mm -hmm. but rather it is the spirit which stares down the storm you know you today as we sing that that child's song every single cell no i'm staring down my storm yeah you see i stare down my storm and so this it is a it is a spirit by which you know i am able to bear difficulty Mm -hmm. without resignation i'm Mm. not going to give up Mm-hmm. But what I have a hope, mm-hmm. a, a hope that's blazing, a hope that I is alive. I love that word blazing, uh-huh. yes. Because it knows that there is a glory that is coming. You see, it's not a grim patient that waits for the end, but rather a radiant patient, patience that hopes for a new beginning. I love that. And I feel like all of that is the opposite of a typical reaction, like when the storm comes and we're going through a trial, I feel like a typical reaction is that we um, begin to complain and we don't even have thought, mm. conscious thought or intention behind it. And the reason I bring this up is just because it's it's just um, out of the book of Philippians, you know, I've been just camping in that that book for a while and it just says, do all things without complaining or bickering. And I feel like complaining, even though it's not part of the equation of endurance, I feel like it's something to be aware of because I can slip into complaining or self-pity when I'm feeling weak or tired and I don't even know I'm doing it. And I think it's important to just be aware. I just say that just to be aware. Um, And when you start complaining, you're just expressing dissatisfaction or annoyance about something and you're just doing it with protest. You know, you're just whining and murmuring and accusing other people and disapproving and nitpicking and fight faulting and making a fuss. You know, that's what complaining is. It's just sighing and raising those objections. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A good question to ask yourself is simply this. What are my actions currently saying about myself? Yeah. (laughs) There, there's a question. Oh, what, that wasn't supposed to be funny. Babe. Oh, sorry. I okay. wasn't supposed to laugh. And then, okay. Every- so what are my actions currently saying about myself? A, a good question that I've, you know, have learned, learned over the decades mm-hmm. is how are others experiencing me? I know. Because, you, because what you and I do speaks far louder than what we say. Yes. People watch our lives. They watch mm-hmm. our actions more than our words. So yes. in this endurance, you see, it's again, I'm not being passive, but I am actively moving towards you, I, towards 
others. Love it. And with that word actively moving towards, I'd love to talk about the opposite of complaining. Have you ever thought of that? Like, cause the opposite of complaining or expressing discontentment or not enduring is to just to be, and to be weary about it. The opposite of complaining is to praise. And I even think of that for well, put I your like praise sure. on, like yeah. put your praise on to God. I, I couldn't think about much more than red, uh, um, than blue and green this morning, but I did, I was memorizing a decree yesterday and it just said, Lord, I am in awe of you. And I, I kept, even though I didn't feel it in the moment, I wasn't feeling God's presence. I was feeling more weak than anything and like a bit confused as to what the heck is going on with me. But I did put my praise on and there's some, even when you don't feel it, Praise is something you can put on the garment of praise. Mm-hmm. It's a garment. You put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And it's the opposite of complaining mm-hmm. is to praise. And and do you want me to keep going? Because yeah, because okay. I'm watching my, my clock here. Yeah. And so I see you got a list. Yeah. So go ahead and, and, and knock those off. Okay. And then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Okay, great. Because another word is the word delight. The opposite of complain is to delight. And of course, I love the delight because it makes me think of a dessert, you know, oh, chocolate delight, <laughs> marshmallow delight, like delight is just all of Audrey's it's, pleasures. It's all about my desserts. treats. I love treats. Yeah. But, you know, delight makes me think of treats. But, you know, you are a treat. This life that we've been given is a treat because it's it's been a gift and a gift is a treat. And the word delight is just from my one of my very favorite Bible verses in Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He gives you the desires of your heart. Yeah. So when you're I, tempted to complain, yeah. think about delight. Yeah. Or eat a eat a chocolate sundae. Yeah. I don't know whatever you need to do. But rem- remember, you're finding your source. Yes. Okay. The source isn't the delight. No. Okay, because <clears throat> that can get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but <laughs> also way to bring a lot of balance there, Bob. Uh, I just, like it. Just you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Needed to. Yeah. Uh, however. <laughs> Remember this, that God is a rewarder of mm. those who diligently seek him. Yes, so there is. is this place of reward, of benefit. Yeah. At, at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Yes. So in this endurance, I don't want you to become a martyr. Oh, you're uh, yes, so I don't want you good, to Bob. I don't want you to think, oh poor me, you know, I have to go through this. No, no, no. There is a greater manifestation of glory yet to be demonstrated and displayed through your life. You know, Lord, I want to decrease that you might increase. I'm go- I'm going through this, not not to be a martyr or a hero, but that your life, you know, light and love would be seen through me. I love it. Okay, so another word I love that's the opposite of complaining is rejoice. And I don't know if you know that song, but that that's another one that I've sung my whole life. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. And it's a round, and I love singing in rounds. Anyway, so rejoice, again I say rejoice. That's just scripture, and God's word is powerful. It's a light for your path, and choosing to rejoice. Another song we sing about that is I Will Rejoice. I will rejoice. Remember this one? I yes, will rejoice. I remember. We're singing today. I, I, I will rejoice for I've made my choice to rejoice in the Lord. Like, why not? You guys, why not? And um, I said, I promised to make this um, podcast practical. And the other thing is to, uh, the opposite of complaining is to admire. 
to admire the people around you instead of being annoyed by them. Remember the things that are admirable about those around you, and admiring is the opposite of complaining. Mm -hmm. Also remember, you're not doing this alone. Mm -hmm. Okay, and again, it's not necessarily with regards to your spouse or others, Mm -hmm. but the question that I really... I was just yesterday was just a, a real good day, mm-hmm. you know, for me good. Uh, with all my painting. Yeah. And it was this, who's leading your life? Mm-hmm. You know, that, you know, who, who's leading your life? And, and you know what, Jesus, you really are. Jesus, you are Lord. And when Jesus came, he came and he pronounced a kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, and he is the king of that kingdom. And he's the one that is absolutely leading my life. So today, you know, with regards to endurance, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, he's leading my life. And he's there. He's not asking me to do anything. Right. That there isn't a grace that he will uh, um, bring in, in into my life for me mm-hmm. to experience. It, there's an enablement and, a, and an empowerment that really does come from him because it's not that in my endurance that there's this grim patience no, that waits for the end, at but all. rather it really is that radiant patience yes. that hopes for a new beginning. That enthusiastic enjoyment mm. ahead. Yep. And it transforms the hardest trials of my life into a quest for victory. Wow. So, I, I, again, I know my source. Yep. And Jesus, you are my king, and you are leading my life. From glory to glory, you're leading me. I, as we close, I just want to tell you, I just want to encourage your heart that you, as you apply this to your life, endurance is going to become your very nature. It's going to become your way. It's not something you have to do or try. It's going That's to become very, your way yes, of living. Yes. Because we can make God's ways our own ways, and he has a way of endurance that I still am just tapping into, but I'm choosing to make it my way. So when I, when I'm weak, I can still laugh. I can still believe for my future. I can, and you know what? I can simplify. And I really wanted to just tell you that a sweet life sometimes is just simple and sometimes confusion can overtake you And recently, I will say that I was ministering to a guy on the phone, and he was experiencing Jesus. And I said, what does it look like for Jesus to be... He was very confused about a situation. I said, where is Jesus right now? And long story short, he said, Jesus is right beside me. Um, But he, he kissed my forehead, and there was a moving Rubik's Cube that was never stopping inside my brain. He says, this is just how I'm seeing it. I'm seeing this never-ending Rubik's Cube. But as he kissed my forehead, the Rubik's Cube was solved, and then peace came to my thoughts and my mind. And, um, it's you know, I say that just because sometimes visuals help, but for him, that was how he experienced simplicity. He goes, I have overcomplicated and been overthinking, but in my endurance, I'm going to simplify and I'm going to have patience, and I'm going to have courage. Both of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So f- for you, you're going through. 
Yeah. You're, you're going to make it. Yes, you are. You will if we make can, it. And we're going to get through this. By next week, we'll be sounding more. Maybe I'll be able, <laughs> maybe I'll be able to laugh a little easier uh, without coughing. But you know what? We are singing to ourselves today. Thank you, hmm. Bob, for bringing that up. I really enjoyed doing this with you today, Bob. You hmm. really encouraged me by all oh. the things you said. You were particularly profound oh, today. Okay. I guess I should paint a yeah. little more. Yeah, I guess our house is going to get really painted. Right. I right. love it. All right, everyone, have a wonderful week and thank you for investing into your own heart within your own relationships Mm -hmm. and I just want you to begin to smile at every cell of your body yes and feel our love happy healthy and well yes and feel our love and our support Mm -hmm. and our friendship and what a joy you are to others yes you know let, let just realize that you know that you carry his very uh life and presence so wherever you go you are a joy. Mm-hmm. 